0: Welcome to the People Masterminds podcast, a podcast about people and culture at scale-ups, with this week's topic, a career ladder or climbing wall.
1: As a scaling organization, you want nothing more than your team growing along with the growth of the company. And they love that too. In fact, you get more and more questions about what a next career step looks like and how people can develop further. It would be great to define those career paths, wouldn't it? Or isn't it a smart move? And if not, what is wise to do and how did others deal with this? Welcome to the People Masterminds podcast. My name is Crystal, And I am
2: Evelisse. We're back in the studio with the People Masterminds team. Once a quarter, we discuss a topic we get a lot of questions about. Our opinions on how we tackled the talents and what we learned from it. Today we're here with John, Emily, and Martina. Welcome, everyone.
3: Thank you. Thanks. Welcome.
2: Let's start with a short introduction. And well, there's only one guy in the room, so let's start with you, John.
3: For me first. <laughs> yeah. So my name is John Moore. Uh, I am uh, from originally from the UK and I've uh, been in the Netherlands for the last 12 uh, years. i working with uh, international startups and scale-ups, uh, yeah, global international startups and scale-ups, um, both here in the Netherlands and abroad. Um, I like to bring structure to chaos is how I uh, describe myself, So that whether that's uh, setting up a people, people function uh, while the rocket ship is taking off or applying some order to the chaos with uh, systems, data. You know what I'm talking about.
2: (laughs) That's why we call you Data John, right? Correct.
3: Yeah. Uh, And why I find the topic interesting today that we're talking about, so I come from a family of uh, teachers. So my mum was a teacher, my grandmother was a teacher, my sister is a teacher, my sister-in-law is a teacher. Really? Wow. So learning, development, that sort of growth has been part of my uh, life. Um, and it's something that I always try to apply um, at work as well. Sort of some of the things that I've learned from them, I try to apply in the work uh, space as well.
4: Oh, well, welcome. Next up, Emily. Thank you. Uh, my name is Emily van der Landen. I joined People Masterminds in January 2022 uh, as a strategist. I've worked at WeTransfer and GoSpooky, both scale up environments. Um, And I've learned this other world after having worked in more corporate family-owned companies and also a law firm, Uh, quite different than uh, uh, the companies I work with now. Uh, But both environments uh, gain me very interesting and useful experiences, which are helpful in my current role. And happy to share this today with you when it comes to development of employees. Welcome. Thank you.
1: And Martina.
0: Yes, my name is Martina Buys. Um, I worked 21 years in HR, the first 14 years of my career in big corporate organizations. And uh, since 2015 in uh, Scale-Ups, I started uh, within uh, Atien, um, was responsible for global HR over there. And uh, recently um, I work for a study tube.
1: And since last month, I joined People Masterminds. Welcome to. Thank you. So, we already introduced it a bit, but the question around the development of career paths, does that sound familiar to you? For me, it does, but...
3: Yes. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Comes up every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah especially you young
1: that? people ask those
4: questions all the time.
1: Employees. Especially. And the yeah. managers. Yeah, managers how too. How to
4: deal. I got a lot of questions of managers and employees at their desks, and they just didn't know how to deal with it. Didn't know what to answer.
1: No, we hear it often. How about
2: you, Evelise? Daily. I would say daily. It's a daily issue for all scale-ups. So what's interesting probably is what is the underlying issue regarding this question? For example, think about management or what do you think?
0: I think there in scale-ups, there are a lot of young managers, uh, first-time managers Um, and they're not well known of how to develop uh, employees or their teams. So they're looking for structure and that's why they're looking for for us uh, for help and guidance, um, how to develop their employees. And then the most logical or easy thing to do is ask for a, a structure or a career path. So that's one side of the coin uh, as far as I'm concerned.
3: Yeah, I've, I find it often gets um, pushed down the list of priorities of things to do when you come into a startup Then everything needs to happen really, really quickly. Um, and often that those conversations around development don't tend to start immediately. And then managers, I find the managers come to me and say, I've got so and so wants to grow, wants to develop, I don't know what to do. And in general, they're looking for sort of a tick box exercise that they can then follow uh, to then Say, hey, I've done career development with this person, and that's yeah. Yeah, unfortunately not also, how it works.
4: <laughs> it might it might also be easy for them to shift the responsibility to the people and culture team. Yeah, no, uh, because they have so much on their mind uh, in their role and in their own development. Yeah,
1: now, and what I always find interesting if someone is standing um, uh, at my desk asking for, uh, uh, oh, how how can I develop? What does he or she actually mean? Is it like learning and development, or is it how can I develop and grow in my salary? That's also an interesting Or a more interesting title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah how can I get promoted? <laughs> I, yeah, true, because sometimes it's related to, to salary, the question. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, they want to know what their next career step is, and they mean what's my next career step in title, in responsibilities, and link to that in my salary. Yeah. Um, but I think that uh, especially in scale-ups, there is so much growth all the time going on as the organization is growing. You're by definition as an employee in your role are growing all the time. And um, what I see besides managers that don't know how to to help their employees develop, I think what, what employees also see is in that organization, there is so much growth going on and they see people develop. And that's what they also want. They also want to grow and go to the next step. Um but they don't know how to do that. So that's what they need. They mm. need help and guidance from the people team. How can I grow um in this in this organization where there is not a standard structure?
3: I also find that in when people talk about growth, they what they see externally is someone's job title changes and they think, Oh, that's what I that's need. What I and need. they don't see what's going on behind the scenes in the conversations exactly. and how that person's growing, how that person's developing. And as you said, sort of in a scale-up, there's so many opportunities to do different things. Mm-hmm. You should always be, you're almost always going to be growing and developing whatever you do, I think. Yeah,
4: and I think quite often they also don't realise how much they grow in their own role while the, while the company is growing and changing. Yeah, And uh, and they might not also, not always get the recognition for the development in the role, uh, which is, I think, also important for, manage, for managers to be um focused on to point those that as well and point how how yeah. would
1: you tackle that that question or that challenge then would you set up those clear career paths so that people know okay this is how my next step could look like these are the job titles that i can uh, that i can get in the future how would you do that
3: i, I wouldn't start with with the, with a career path no. i always find with with the teams that i've work with all the teams that I manage, I start the conversation with, just start the conversation about where do you see yourself growing and how how do you want to develop? Um, and that conversation starts as soon as they join. So I, what I tend to do in the way that I manage my, uh, my team, for example, is I do a one-on-one that focuses on the day-to-day stuff, but then a separate one-on-one every sort of six weeks that focuses only on their own development. So you actually put time in the diary and start to have those conversations about how you can grow but not only how you can grow at the company but where do you want to take your career in five, ten years time because yeah it probably won't be at the company that we're currently at but how do you then take the steps now to then get there
1: yeah so more on an individual level then
3: yeah 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 I'll... and keep it simple yeah
1: okay and how does it work for you
0: i fully agree i would i would keep it i would stay away from from fixed career path as long as possible and keep it as flexible as possible um, for as long as you can, as a scale up, um, because that's by nature um, what's happening in the scale up. It's constantly changing, so you want to keep that flexibility, um, and I think that's super important. Yeah.
4: And I think also a career path is different for everyone, um, and everyone wants to make its own choices and which direction or which pace uh, it chooses to uh, to its development. So I think that's also a reason why you should stay away from fixed career paths.
2: So Martina, you had quite an impressive journey at Atian. Could you elaborate a bit more about how you tackled this at Etienne in the hypergrowth? Yes.
0: Yes, um, what I think um, what we did is, is, well, first of all, as I just mentioned, stayed away from fixed career paths. Um, and we introduced um, the own your career. So every individual is responsible for their own career. And because there is so much growth in a scale up, um, by definition, you are growing in your role. So that was the standard principle that we used own your career. And um but that means that from the people team, you need to give guidance. What does that mean, own your career? So we did provide um, training around how to own your career. And we were very much focused on um, on individual uh, career developments. So as John said, um, and as Emily said, every individual is different. Um, and what we believed in is that you should focus on what your strengths are. So from the people team, we helped all our employees um, to identify what are, what are my strengths, and if you know what your strengths are, you can develop in that direction um, and 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 grow your career. Um, so that's how we approached it within Adyen, uh, and of course we had a learning and development team in the end um, with all kind of generic uh, trainings, but that was all Adyen specific training. Hmm. So. Um, we didn't do a standard or off the shelf uh, trainings. Yeah but it was very individual focused and very flexible and with the
2: responsibility at yeah. the individual. Similar to John's uh, yeah, and what and, yeah. Yeah. yeah, actually yeah. Yeah, we yeah, and
4: For example, um, I think as a people and culture department, you should I don't know give trainings, provide examples of questions for managers they can ask to start up the conversation. And to find out where someone's strengths are and what someone's values are in life and what makes them happy to make sure that they they can define themselves which direction they should take. And um, um, for example, at Go Spooky, I I trained them on Unlock Your Fire to find out. um, I like that one. Unlock Your Fire. (laughs) It was with the help of my previous, my former colleague at at WeTransfer. She helped me to develop this training and... um, this was really nice. I mean, everybody really put dedicated time in to think of where do I want to go? What are my values? What are my strengths? What do I love? Which are, what do I don't like? What I don't like in my current job? And, and, and at the end, they had sort of a career plan. And that was not a fixed career plan, but it gave them direction. And uh, well, some of them also made choices based on the outcome of, uh, of the training.
1: Yeah, I I recognize that at Tony's chocolate only also offered the opportunity to join uh, a, a training and it was called personal purpose plan. So what's your individual purpose and what yeah. do you want to develop? Because I I think we all say basically the same thing that it's a really individual path. Yeah, and I always like to use the the sentence that your career is not a is not a ladder, but it's more like a climbing wall. So not, not everyone will go up. Some will go to the left. Others will go to the right different or maybe options. even down. Um, different directions, different exactly, colors. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's more a climbing wall than uh, the ladder, than just the ladder <sighs> where you only can go up. But I also think that it's important to make a statement as an organization that that yeah, it's your career. You own your career. And we're going to support you with that. Yeah. But it's up to you what you want to do. Yeah,
4: so I think also as a people and culture department or team, you should also create the environment that makes development happen as you did at yen. And I think it, it's it it yeah, it's worth to share stories and to share uh I don't know. Maybe the founder who can give a presentation about how his or her career developed, or share success stories of people who made changes within the company. I think that also contributes to a to an environment within your company that uh, that the, yeah that stimulates development and that people take ownership of their own development. But what if someone just uh,
1: if someone say I I just don't know because some people are standing at your de- desk and. They're, they're just asking for it. They want to do like a training course or they want to go abroad for for a year or something or they want to open an office in, in the US, you, you name it. But sometimes people just don't know. What do you do then?
0: I think what what we did is or what I think is a, is a good starting point is let them understand what their strengths are, who they are, what their strengths are and um, put a lot of emphasis on learning on the job and, and feedback. So they know and and provide, as Emily said, I think it's super important that an organization, if you say, hey, you as an individual are responsible, provide the environment where people can develop. And with that, I don't mean the standard career paths that we just talked about, but I mean an environment where people can develop in their role, can develop within other teams, within other countries, uh, follow trainings, uh, have managers to know how to provide feedback uh, and how to coach employees, I think. It, we as a people team are responsible for for setting that environment uh, where there is room to develop and grow.
3: Yeah, and I would say it's also not enough to just say, "Hey, we have a training budget." For example, then no, those conversations no. need to <laughs> happen. I see a lot of companies go on their job uh, advertisements, "Hey, I've got a thousand yeah. euros to spend on training," but that that's
4: and it's not very original. No, anymore. it's <laughs> it, yeah. If you don't use it, then it's
3: it's not not you're not getting any value out of it. Yeah, um, as an individual, so I think that's also. Something as and talk about creating that environment. You need to if you're going to put a budget there, then put something in place that allows people to have those conversations so they know how they can go and use it.
0: Yeah, training budget is a nice to have, but a need to have is is have the environment yeah. uh, facilitating growth for the employee. Yeah.
2: So John, how about you? How did you tackle this in the team that you were responsible for? Yeah.
3: So I, I always as I said, I always try to start the conversations early on. So as soon as someone's made a choice to come and join the company that I'm at and the team that we are then part of so they're already starting to think about they've made a choice in their career path so I always wanted to start with that conversation okay you've you've made a decision to join us you obviously were thinking about the role and the next step in your career where do you where do you see this going from um from here
2: and then I I I just don't know I'm I'm super junior
3: Yeah, but I don't believe anyone, no one knows. What was your secret (laughs) weapon here? Yeah, start a a conversation and it's similar to what Martina says, I think, get an understanding of what someone's strengths are Um, and you can obviously help as a manager to identify some of those and it starts a conversation, but start it small and I think that's why I always try to have those conversations really early on uh, because if you allow it to sort of fester and sit there, it's the same with giving feedback to someone, if you allow it to Sit there, it becomes bigger and bigger or the conversation goes off in a completely uh, different direction. Whereas if you start these conversations early, start uh, talking about how you can grow and develop, then it becomes not sort of that big elephant in the room anymore, but uh, a yeah, much smaller elephant, I guess. Yeah. But uh, much easier <laughs> to, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to talk about. Yeah. Maybe but, it's just grey. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. <laughs> very much on
2: the same page here, huh?
3: Yeah.
2: Own your career. or I, I like unlock your fire, Emily. Yeah. That's really... <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've I've seen we had uh, previously at a company I was at we had uh, drive your own career bus yeah so you either had the choice that you can either be the passenger in your career so sit in the back of the bus and then yeah wait yeah just wait, we, yeah, see just wait and see what happens and then you will just end up where the bus ends up or you can choose to be the driver and go where you want to go so. Yeah.
1: This podcast is sponsored by LaPaya. Lepaya helps organizations and teams develop through personalized learning programs. For example, training employees in communication and problem solving. Skills that make the difference for top performance. Another example is the training of first-time managers in their leadership skills, such as effective coaching, goal setting, and giving feedback. These are the power skills that ensure that your organization remains productive and competitive. Now and in the future. To make learning as easy as possible, Lapaya integrates training with the tools the client already works with, such as Microsoft Teams. And Lapaya offers training via virtual reality. With Lapaya, you build really powerful teams. So, Evelise, you have a great example as well about the importance of role models in this, right? Yeah. Well, basically, it's important that you inspire preferably by using
2: genuine examples, people from your own organization. So with one of our projects, what we did is we identified six individuals and we created a campaign out of those stories. And it was super different. So no story was similar, but this exactly underscribed what we meant. You can own your future. You can drive your own path. You can choose your own compass. For example, someone who came in as a... Uh, I think it was an intern and ended up as the manager of the customer service department, but also someone who was in a tech team and ended up as a recruiter. So there were a lot of examples just to inspire that everything is possible.
0: That's exactly what we did with Artian as well. It's on a monthly basis we communicated within the organization who did change teams in the past month, who did change countries in the past month, uh, who swapped roles? Uh, who was on an uh, exchange program? So all these things we communicated on a frequent basis, so people understand. Hey, it's not just something they say. It's really possible within this organization to grow and develop, and, and yeah, have all those opportunities.
3: Yeah, I've also seen that done really well in previous companies. Where it's coming back to sort of the thing you see as an employee. If you only see people changing their job title. Then that's the thing that you aim for. Oh, I want to be promoted. I want to be a senior. Whereas if you hear the stories of other people doing things, and you're, yeah, that's the more likely the conversation you're then going to have with your managers. Oh, I want to go and. Yeah. To go to that country or do that uh, Yeah, that we role, didn't so. talk
0: about promotions or yeah. these things. We just talked about exchanges or yeah. new jobs or new teams. Yeah,
2: I like that a lot, the exchanges. I also did that in the past. So we had an R&D department where people were very internally and product-focused. And we had a professional services department where people were externally focused. But the knowledge package that they needed, for example, a front end or a back end were exactly the same. So what we did when someone felt like, well, I've seen this part... Then we had an exchange program with the other department or even another country that you can do the job. And the good thing is that it's good for your attrition because people won't look outside, but they see a new career inside your company.
0: And I also believe if people come to you, well, hey, uh, this is something I really admire to do to change teams or a new role. Um, I'm the first one to support and see what the possibilities are because I I think that's that's super important, especially in a scale-up when there are so many opportunities.
4: Yeah, I mean, as long as I see opportunities within your company, I think you should definitely stimulate that. And I can also imagine that sometimes it needs a bit of time to get replacement, for example, and not to leave your team behind with with too big of a gap. Uh, But I would definitely stimulate that. I also
1: I used to work at a company where employees could do a s- sort of an internship at a different team to 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 work there for a week or two weeks just to experience. Okay, how how is it to work in an, in another team, and, and do I like it, and do I want to make a
4: switch or not? It was yeah. quite interesting. And I think it should that what you just mentioned should also be sort of part of an onboarding uh, program to see what the difference. Departments do in your company yeah. to to understand really what your colleagues are doing. I yeah. really like that.
1: Yeah, and that even helps the the collaboration way after that For your awarding sure. period yeah. or after your internal internship, uh, because you you know what the other teams are doing and you you know the people. Um, better than you did before yeah that's a big improvement yeah at the the beginning we linked it also to
0: people who are good cultural ambassadors Mm. because if they swap teams uh, with an exchange program or countries they can spread the culture because they're such a good cultural
2: ambassador
1: yeah 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 Yeah, that works really well
2: and now we're all in the world of scale-ups and fast changing companies but do you believe that how we do this differs from the traditional paths and if so then why I think it's a super uh,
0: interesting learning journey, by the way, in, in big corporates. Um, yeah, well, the main difference that in big corporates, there there is not so much growth in the job itself already. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, well, as we said in the beginning, that's one of the elements or, or characteristics of, of, a, of a scale-up. Um, so in big corporates, there is more need for more structure. Um, Also, because the organizations are so much bigger and it's um, not something that happens by itself, um, you need a little bit more structure there. So I can imagine, and that's also what you see, that there are more standard career paths uh, in these organizations.
1: I can also imagine that because a corporate organization is bigger, that you have more examples Uh, of how your next career step could look like and if a scale-up organization is still relatively small maybe that role doesn't even exist uh, yet so you need to use your I don't know maybe your imagination a bit more
4: yeah Yeah, the only thing I think corporate should also be aware of um, is that people keep on moving because sometimes you see that very talented young people in corporates see their senior colleagues sitting there for 10, 15 years. And, and, at one point they would think, where's my next step? Because this person is not going to move. And then, then, an, and then an automatic reaction could be that people will leave the company. Um, so when it comes to development, I think in, in a corporate world, I, I totally agree with what you say, um, Martina, but I, and I think an extra responsibility for people and culture teams there is to keep everybody moving to make sure that everybody is keeping their development up and running uh, so you will not lose the younger and and young and talented people how
1: did you do that at uh, you you used to work at shv
4: yeah yeah we had a quite an extensive uh, talent management program um, and all the uh, the daughter companies of uh, shv had a target four out of five so the top 2,000 uh, uh, positions within SHV worldwide. Four out of five promotions had to be internally done. And when people were sitting too long on on a certain position, we had discussions with management to see uh, what the next move of this senior would be. So we created space uh, for for younger uh, for younger people. And we and part of that that program the talent management program was this um this young uh, professional program which we uh, launched where people with four to five year work experience joined the company and were sent abroad to two different uh shv companies in two different uh, continents uh, each for 18 months and they were sent there and they just got a job Uh, there were existing jobs or jobs that we created and uh, that gave them the full SHV experience, and many of those people are still in the in the company and working on uh, on very senior management uh, positions cur- nowadays. So that that was very successful, and and is a bit you know it gave flexibility because they could do everything. They could be manager of a warehouse, or they could be local manager of a of a local branch somewhere. Um, they didn't know in advance, uh, but they just, uh, yeah, jumped into the deep, and uh, and they they had an, an amazing experience.
1: This is something that you see in uh, more bigger corporate companies that there is like a young professional group or young professional class. Is that something that you
4: would advise to do in a, in a scale up environment? I don't think it's necessary. In, in, in the way I, I we developed it at SHV, I don't think that's necessary. I think, yeah, as we said, I mean, there's so many more, there's so much more growth opportunity within the scale-up because it is ever-changing uh, and 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 nothing is really fixed. You don't have to be be a junior and then become a media and a senior. I mean, it will change on a daily basis what you're doing, almost. So I don't think it's necessary to have these young professional programs that you... Uh, and it's also not, you don't have to fill the pipeline in that sense with new, younger people.
3: And yeah, what I find interesting at um, Scale-Ups is a lot of people have that image in their mind that that's what should happen, that I should be a junior, media and senior. And I de- particularly notice it quite a lot in tech functions, that there is just the expectation that you will go to junior, media, senior, then you'll be the team lead. And actually, I was actually that that is, that is not how it works. Not the best engineer doesn't make the best team lead. For example, it's a very different skill set that allows you to be a, a manager than is a top tech person. Yeah, and I think
4: they're also in the in the expert role. Yeah. There are also people who never want to become a team lead. They just no. want to become the best developer. Yeah, and they want to become the expert in their expertise. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And even if you have that senior job title, in a lot of uh, organizations. Ha- being a senior ex, being senior something, doesn't necessarily mean that you're senior in your job, only that you're with the company for a couple of years longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: That also you often see with team leads. It was an excuse for how you pay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I often compare it with um, football and I don't even like football. <laughs> That's a but I, I, they don't have a business card with senior football <laughs>
4: player, no, of but course. but if they but play Champions League, they me, will let you know. Me, yeah, yeah, but yeah. If, they're really,
1: <laughs> if, if they're really good and, and they score, they make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's also about the output and not necessarily the job title, of course.
3: And uh, coming back to the point about people sort of growing, just making the assumption that they will grow into senior roles, I think that's also why I really encourage regular conversations because... If you allow that conversation or allow that assumption just to grow, it becomes an expectation of people that, okay, I've been here for two years, so now I should be a senior and now I am going to be a team lead. Rather than actually having a conversation about how you develop, how you grow, um, what different possibilities there are for you. Um, Those assumptions can become very dangerous dangerous because then people assume that they're going to get the role and when actually you make a different choice as a business to do uh something else yeah. and it, yeah, you end up with upset people. Yeah, and
4: while while sitting here together and you are saying telling this story, I was thinking it 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 might also be very helpful just to organize these kind of talks and just have people join the table and join the conversation and just talk about development. Yeah, Had different people who are are having development on top of their minds and that you have discussions with your with your colleagues and it can be it. Your manager, but can also someone else from, from a different department and just have development talks. Yeah,
3: don't but make it it's a taboo subject yeah. that you don't talk about. Yeah.
4: And if you organize these on a regular basis, I think that could also really, yeah. Yeah. But, and I think nice is, add on.
0: as an organization, it's important uh, within your culture to make very clear to everyone it's not about your job title, mm-hmm. that's not what matters. It's about what you do and it's your responsibility. And we will help. Um, but I think in a lot of organizations that is lacking. Yeah, um, yeah. agree. So that's super important. Yeah,
1: agree. Yeah. Um, and at the start, we talked a little bit about the responsibility uh, uh, for people and culture. What What do you think? What is What is the responsibility for a CEO in this? I think he or she
0: should set the tone, and be very clear about that. Development and growth is important for the organization, and should also share what, what the opportunities are and what what the possibilities are within the organization and that it is your individual responsibility. Um, and all the things that you as an organization think are important in, in growing and developing your employees, it should start at the top.
4: Yeah, and I always like it when a CEO shares its own story. If a CEO had a, followed a course or had, makes use of a personal coach, share that with the company so people know it's it's not a thing, eh? it's, it's really everybody does it.
3: Yeah, what I find with um, CEOs or uh, founders is they've often failed fast or <laughs> made a lot of mistakes, which yeah. is not the best way to learn, uh, and it's being sort of open about talking about those things, how you've f- learned from those things and then grown and developed. Yeah, and as well. that they
4: also sometimes need help. Yeah, eh? That is, I think, also good to share at times. So what is the
2: last takeaway that you would like to share? Let's start with uh, you, Martina. Keep
4: it simple and flexible. And you, Emily? Mine would be that people in culture should support development, but should stay away from being responsible.
3: So I also had simple in mind as well. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted to add that, uh, yeah, for me, start those conversations as soon as possible. So get those conversations rolling as a manager as soon as someone comes in the door. So it doesn't become that big elephant in the room.
2: And you, Evelisa, I would say use role models because sometimes people need some inspiration and you basically need to inspire with examples. Not because it's their journey, but because they can get inspired and choose their own path. Like Crystal said before, a career is not a ladder. It's a climbing wall. And you, Crystal?
0: that was (laughs) (laughs) hers that was mine so go go
1: for the climbing wall instead of the career ladder Mm. and if we if you use that as a metaphor starting at day day one i think that you're doing a good job then well thank you so much everyone and uh, see you uh, in the next quarter it was
4: a pleasure thanks 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 for having
3: us